Uh, tonight, Matanacook and uh, in Bucksport, Can't I believe, imagine. scoring off this evening. First of all, first off, going from Matanacook to Brunswick uh, to Bucksport is uh, you better leave on Sunday. You know, right. it's one of those kind of road trips, <laughs> and shave on the way. Um, Five o'clock shadow, perhaps. Yeah. Uh, playing on a Monday. Oh. And playing on a Monday is not great, anyways. And then you turn around. The winner goes back home, mm-hmm. and now you got a short practice week to play in the biggest game of the year. Mm-hmm. So, whatever happened to I know it was weather, but uh, wow, that's uh, that's a tough one. I wonder if they tried to get like Hassan or something I don't know. like that to to ward that off because playing on Monday is almost one of the worst experiences I ever had as a coach. I can't imagine it's that much fun. Two, two things stick out to me is that yeah. I was miserable as a coach. One was playing Mount Blue on a Monday at mm-hmm. home. So we lost a, a regular Friday night home game, and we played them after school on a Monday. The other one was <laughs> coaching baseball at Skowhegan. We played Coney in a doubleheader, and it snowed the entire doubleheader. Oh! So is it a preseason exhibition doubleheader, by the way. Oh, cool. And we both wanted to try to get the game in because it had been in lousy weather the whole week. Yeah. We were in Augusta. Their fields were fine. Right. Oh, I've never been so cold in my life. You know, I don't care what you put on. When you're sitting there like that, at least when you're skiing or hiking, you're working, you're doing something, you've you got the blood flow and you're staying warm. No, this was sit in the dugout and freeze miserable. Those two things have always stuck out in my mind of miserable time coaching. The rest of it, pretty good experience in my mind, but not that. Mark Callan from Eastern Maine Sports uh, joins us now. I Monday night Monday night football for high school football uh, after hey. a weekend like we just had. Fantastic, right, Mark? <laughs> no, it was terrific. And, and honestly, up here, I, I mean, it was raining Friday night, but I think that was probably the best step for field conditions. I mean, I... I mean, I, I guess it'll be fine today, but, I mean, we get a lot of rain Saturday night, Saturday, Saturday night, Sunday morning. So, I mean, Friday I went, I did a game at Foxcroft, and, oh, yeah, the second half was pretty wet and stuff, but I've seen worse, and I just, I honestly, it didn't make much sense for me to, that they moved that game because, I mean, it was a pretty good chance that they weren't going to play another game on that field, you know what I mean, this year. <laughs> so, it's, and they're not. This is the last game on that field. So, I just surprised me that they didn't just, go on and play Friday night like everybody else. I mean, like most people around here. I got to tell you right now, even in the southern part of the state the other night, you know, I was at the I was at the uh, Edward Little Portland game. I thought it was uh, I, I I honestly don't think there was any, it, it, there was nothing to be gained by moving everything oh. this weekend. Oh, kill at Madison. Yeah. They they said yeah, it was not great, but they not played like it was Saturday. Mm-mm. No, Saturday was even worse because you had that whole morning thing. Like I wasn't well, here you for had it. The wind and, and you had all of it. Like it just yeah. didn't seem like power you know. outages. The works. Oh yeah. So it was just like last year's regional finals that I still can't feel my <laughs> my pinky for. Right. Very exciting. You've never gotten over that. I still I can't. I literally discovered I had Radon's disease after that. You know what I mean? Like me and David Price have something in common, which well, is hey, nice. I got about, from about three years ago. I got a frostbite from. Uh, uh, regional final week, then 
state championships. Uh, I got I got frostbite, so that still affects affects me. I don't like to be out in the cold at all. So. Yeah, you see, I had, I had thought I'd gotten frostbite, Mark, but then um, of course many of you know I'm I'm adopted. I met my birth mom a few years ago, so you know I'm able to get my medical history now, which is nice. And uh, I don't have to go into the doctor's office for my, my kid's doctor's appointments with the code of shame. Like, I don't know my family medical history. I totally have no idea. I know what I've done the last 35 years. It's not pretty. But um, they, they, uh, they're they like, oh, yeah, yeah, Reynolds runs through the whole family. And, like, they went through the whole thing. I'm like, oh, well, that's great. That's good news. Nice to know. That's good to know. It's nice. That's that's super handy. Super, super-de-duper handy, which is which is all good. Um, still a lot of stuff, uh, went on that way, uh, this weekend, uh, we had state championships for soccer. We had state championships for field hockey. Um, let's talk a little bit about the teams up your way that, uh, that did well this weekend or made it this weekend. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, Penobscot Valley, uh, they, they lost the boys, they lost the state championship game, but they had quite a run. I, from people that I heard that were at the game, just, they were kind of amazed how, how good NYA was and that. They probably could have competed in Class B, B or C, and uh, Penobscot Valley, you know, did did uh, just come up short against them. But they, they had quite a quite a year, um, uh, you know, the four cat teams, and obviously uh, uh, Skowhegan lost actually in the field hockey state championship game. That's always newsworthy, right? Yeah, I was there for that one. You know, were you? Yeah, yeah. That yeah. Was a, I mean, Biddeford. I mean, people say it was an upset, but it really wasn't an upset. I mean, it, just because the name Skelhegan, I think, is why people look at it that way. Biddeford's undefeated, right? So they they uh, definitely deserve to be where they're at and uh, prove prove their worth on uh, on Saturday. So they, they were very uh, athletic. Yep, and that, the, so um, you know, of course, we wouldn't doubt Skelhegan being back. But that's, that's the first time they lost to anybody other than Scarborough in a state championship game since 2000, right? So that's uh, <laughs> that's, that's right. quite, a, quite a run. And I, just because they lost, they'll be back for years to come. So. Um, you know, that was a big story up here on uh, on Saturday. And uh, I guess the football games, uh, Herman Nakoma's going to play for the Class C regional final. Both of them won their first playoff games this year. Now, they, now one of them's going to go to the state championship. Great. It's great. Yeah, so so that's, a, that's a great story. Uh, Herman, they both won close games. Uh, uh, well, Herman, uh, Nakoma shut out MCI, actually. And uh, Herman uh, got by Winslow on a late touchdown from Garrett Trask. So, uh, very. Very impressive there, and there's a lot of excitement in those communities. And um, the first time ever, obviously, one of them gets to go to a Cold Bowl Saturday. Talk with Mark Callen from Eastern Maine Sports. Um, has Alex Cora and the Boston Red Sox visited your home yet with the trophy? Because I assume that they're just visiting everyone at this point. They, they show yeah, up well, and they haunt my dreams. They're every damn where. Did you like that picture of Cora and Brady? I loved it. Oh, I loved it. I I couldn't nice. stop Very favoriting nice. and liking that photo on all of my social media, Mark. Like, I couldn't. And honestly, what's really exciting for me is, is that now, every time I turn on a Boston game, whether it's the Celtics, the Bruins, or the Patriots, I now have to be on the lookout that these jerks are going to show up with a trophy and be like, oh, hey, we got a deck boat, you know, oh, get right a- here. We got to sneak in one more mini parade. Get that going. <laughs> You, you do know they're at the Bruins tonight, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. One oh, more I, tonight. I'm already mentally tonight. prepared for that. Might want to tune in halfway through the I first might, period. I might just want to listen to the on the radio on right here on 105.5 AM 1240 and AM 780. I think that Maybe might be the plan. 
Maybe they'll have Alex Cora on. Like, oh, oh, I yeah, oh please. I hope they have him in the booth, and I hope they can. I feel like it would be difficult for them to have him in the booth during a hockey game yeah, because boy. there's not a lot of – it's not like a baseball game where he can talk about things. By the way, a little uh, little bit of breaking Patriots news. Uh, the Patriots are going to be signing former Raiders second-round pick Obi Melfawanu, who Oakland released on October 23rd. Um, a lot of folks really like him. Uh, he has potential as a matchup player against tight ends. Needs to find a role in a defense that suits his skill set. A lot of people think box safety. And a lot of people think the Patriots can tap into his potential. So somebody's going to be coming off the roster this week if they're signing Obi. So that's another... Someone's losing a job this week. Don't know who. Got any ideas? Maybe Balmer, uh, Maybe Barner. I don't know. So... Interesting. Well, that's, good. that's good, though. That's, that's, that's a, a need. Look, I trust anybody that they sign no, is either going to have it or not. You know what I mean? And I feel like they've. I think he came in on a tryout a couple of weeks ago. So, um, the, you know, this might be something for them to, to utilize. And I mean, they're using safeties right now and defensive backs, and they're using them in so many different ways. Yes. You know, so I just, I'm not, I, I think this is yet another good dr- uh, depth move. So. Also, Bill Belichick telling uh, uh, Mike Reese today that Mike Vrabel belongs in the New England Patriots Hall of Fame. Of course, Mike Vrabel now coaching the Tennessee, the Tennessee Titans. Said, quote, of Vrabel, one of the best, one of the best we've ever had. So, some high praise there for Mike Vrabel. So, I think there's any question about that. Doesn't throw that around too often. Boy. Did you watch? You get to watch that game last night. Like I was, I was pretty excited uh, with this. This defense uh, last Monday night really impressed me against Buffalo. People are like, "Well, oh, you crazy? They're playing. They're playing Derek Anderson." But I just thought it came together last week. And you know what? Outside of some broken plays last night, I thought they did a good job against the Packers. Really uh, coughing them up. I, I feel as confident in this Patriots defense. I, I'll say this. I'll go on the record right now. November fifth, eleven forty-five a.m. I feel as confident in this New England Patriots defense as I did in the 2014 New England Patriots defense. And that's probably the last time I felt real comfortable about a Patriots defense. Yeah, and yeah, the defense, uh, oh, holding Green Bay to that was pretty good. But I, I like how they came out offensively, kind of made a made a point right at the beginning, to kind of that, that no huddle. And I mean, they were oh, wow. really fast. I mean, I've seen them do no huddle before, before but that was, uh, they wanted to make sure uh, Green Bay couldn't get anybody on and off the field. Huh? That was efficient. That yeah. was super efficient. I thought it set the tone right away. And then the, the Packers tried to match that, and it just didn't didn't seem to work. You can tell the Packers just do not – they don't have the horses right now, which is really amazing to me that a team that has Aaron Rodgers at quarterback has a difficult time finding people. Yet here we are watching that happen. You know what I mean? Well, so. and they're, not, they're, fairly, they're not well coached either, the Packers. Sorry. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, all four on the road. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, tough. yeah. It's not not what you're looking for. Not if you want to get to in the, the playoffs in those scenarios. You know, I you could just tell Aaron Rodgers like annoyed. I think he's done. I think he's what if what if he decides to pull up Barry Sanders and retire? You know, like there's ooh, you realize what that does to the cap? That cap hit stays. You know, when they, somebody retires like that. Yeah, yeah. That that totally. You know, that Whew. totally jacks that up but you know what are you what are you gonna do you won't do? do that but nobody's gonna i mean people would trade for him yeah would you give up a number one for him mm, depends it depends on who brady's i am re- he could be brady's replacement oh yeah he could totally be go. brady, yeah right okay yeah. so you're gonna sit on the bench for a couple of years or if, what? if i'm if i'm the jacksonville jaguars 
Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. If I'm a well, team that. Yeah, the bear. Wow, well, they just traded. They, two, just, they just traded two first round picks for Trubisky. Like, as much as great as it would be to get Aaron Rodgers, like when you traded those first round picks for Trubisky, you've kind of, you know, Denver. There, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, there Denver's some, not really that close anyway. I don't think. Yeah, that's true. yeah, but there are some teams that are close that would make a difference. Right. Uh, when you think of those teams, though, like which one do you but think McCarthy he, would be crucified? He trades. He trades Rodgers. All of them. Unless, All of them. I mean, if he demands to be traded, what are you going to do then? You know, keep a guy that's that's a malcontent. But he looks very agitated. I don't think there's any question about uh-uh. him. He looks he looks like he's over it. You know what I mean? You see that face all the time. I mean, I see it in this office often. Typically, when I look in the mirror, you can just tell when somebody's over it. You know but, what I mean? But you, but you know. Like LeBron, careful what you wish for. Look, right, for Aaron. You go to a place like L.A. Look at, I mean, look at what LeBron's run into there. So Rogers could do that, get traded somewhere, and then what he got? Yeah, you get, you got exactly what you've got now, right? Good, or maybe worse. <laughs> Talking with Mark Callan from Eastern Maine Sports. Uh, Eastern Maine Sports. Uh, you can find them online at EasternMainSports.com, or you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, athlete of the month voting, I assume, is open right now. It is till uh, till Wednesday. Uh, got, got you know a good combination of so- soccer, uh, soccer, football, feel lucky, uh, cross country runner from Jonesport Beals, uh, Evan uh, uh, Evan Mer- Merchant actually is leading the voting right now. So it's a wide variety of uh, student athletes to choose from there, and that's uh, going very well. And uh, a lot of people, a lot of votes coming in. You can find more. Go to eastermainsports.com. That is eastermainsports.com. Uh, last question for you, okay, and this is about the about the Red Sox. Who do you think is back for this team next year out of the out of the free agents that they that they've got? I think I think they go what they need to go for Evolve. I think four years, forty eight, or even a little bit more than that, if if that's where it takes because. He's going to be in high demand, I think. Uh, but I think they will go what they need to. Um, I think he'll be back. I think I think Joe Kelly. Uh, I think they're going to go. What it's going to be high too. Two years, probably twenty-five, thirty there for him. I, I think or something like that. Maybe just maybe a little bit less. But Kimbrell, I don't think they overpay. I think they they go with uh, what they want to offer him and uh, see if he accepts it. And if he does, great. But um, they will be willing to let him walk for what he could get elsewhere. They already offered him seventeen, right? Uh, whatever the qualifying offer. Yeah. Whatever the qualifying, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but uh, you know, but I think he could get more elsewhere, and sure. you know, that's fine. I, 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 I don't. I think I actually been saying since uh, late in September that I, you know I think Ryan Brazier is going to be the closer next yeah. year, and and uh, I, I think he would do well. Um, obviously, I mean. I mean, Kimberly was really the only scary one out of the bullpen in October, October this year. I mean, he, he didn't blow a save or anything, but he, he was the only one that made really things interesting. Ooh, got a heart beating, didn't he? Oy, yeah. Yoy. yeah, but, I mean, he is great. He is a Hall of Famer, but I, I don't think they should, they will or should go what he's going to get elsewhere. Mark Callender from Eastern Maine Sports joins us each and every Monday. I'll try to get my picks in, like, on a... On a I, I, it was so funny. Last week, I did my picks, and I edited them, and I never sent them to you, so I had to redo them. I was like, oh, uh, yeah. yeah. They're sending out kind of late this week because of the game tonight, so probably later tonight or early tomorrow morning if we send out. All right, cool. Well, I, uh, I think I've already pretty much know what I'm going to be picking on other ones, so we'll go from there. All right, my All friend, right. we'll talk to you next week. 
Thanks. Have a good week, guys. Thanks, Take you care, too. That's Mark Callan from Eastern Main Sports, and you can find them online at easternmainsports.com. It's the B-List Daily, Spectrum Healthcare Partner Studios across the NBR radio network, powered by MBR.org on the new 105.5 Sports.